Hello and welcome to Bitecast, the podcast serving up the freshest and tastiest of food-related banter. Please take a seat and grab a drink as you are in for a treat. I'm Brendan White, your head chef for this evening and can be often found raiding pantries or on the socials of Brendan 8-Bit. And my sous chef on this episode is a maker of tasty, tasty streetwear, occasional streamer, podcaster and a literal chef. You can find this gentleman on the socials at Noobles Noodles, Nobuyoshi Motonaga, welcome to the kitchen. What's cooking, my friend? Hey, how's it going, Brennan? I'm very happy I'm to be very here. very excited. <laughs> very excited. You are my first actual chef on this food-based podcast, so try not to shun and shame me too heavily. I am just a fan of eating. Outside of that, I know little about cuisine. Hey, hey, that's all good, man. I'm a, I'm a chef of a simple taste, man. I like, I like everything... From like street food to the swanky wanky stuff, but I'm more just like down to earth chef, you know. I've been doing it for That's like it. twenty plus years, so I've tasted quite a lot of things. So <laughs> okay, okay, I'm excited. I'm gonna I'm gonna probably shuffle up the shoot from the hip questions to ask about some of those things you've tasted maybe later. But uh, yeah, for the listeners out there that don't know you, my friend. Give us the backstory. Tell them where you can find you, what you get up to, anything you want to say. The floor is yours, so go for it. Well, uh, as a chef, I have been cooking for, like I said, tw- about 20 years. Uh, I've kind of let people know I'm the chef with the uh, the mistaken identity because I am <laughs> Japanese-Filipino. I can't speak a word of Japanese or Tagalog, which is the Filipino language. I only speak English. Um, I was born and raised in the Philippines. Went to Australia to study uh, French cookery and hotel restaurant management. <laughs> ended up learning French cookery and ended up uh, cooking Italian for like a lot, <laughs> a, a long time. So yeah, that's why I always tell people I'm like mistaken identity because I'm just like all over the place, man. <laughs> all over. Yeah, you're a bit, a bit of a mystery bag as far as the things you've done and the things you've seen. So, as far as cooking, like this isn't this isn't an official question or topic for the show, but what's your go-to dish that you love to cook more than just about anything else? Um, go-to dish. I usually, I usually like. Um, I'm very simple. I love like just really good bacon and eggs, you know. Mm-hmm. Man after my own heart. And as far as those eggs, what's your preference as far as those eggs? Are they going to be fried, poached, scrambled, boiled? What's what's your what's your egg style? I'll usually go for fried because I love okay. to. As as the half uh, Filipino, like I have rice with almost everything. So even bacon and eggs, I can have it with rice. And the reason I have it fried. So I put the egg on top and then I just like chop it up with the rice, you know, and I mix yes. it together. So it's all like yellow and yolky and and delicious. And delicious, yes, correct. Oh, God, I've I've had dinner like we're recording at just about nine p.m. here on a Monday, and I've had dinner and I'm not hungry, but hearing you describe just those 
runny eggs with rice and some bacon is sort of getting me a little bit salivating here, the edges of my mouth, <laughs> and uh, maybe I need to have a second dinner. Are you are are you, uh, are, are you a, like a, a breakfast at dinner kind of guy? Uh, full disclosure, I last night like um I wasn't very hungry. I had a bit of a big lunch, so I had sort of just a late dinner last night, and I had a, a bowl of wheat bix bites for dinner. Ah. I thought I want something that's that's healthy that I can snack on that's gonna fill me up. And I just opened the cupboard and saw the cereal up there. But yeah, I'm I'm a breakfast at any time. Like any any type of dish at any time of day, I think is fine. Like there shouldn't be you can't have this after nine or you can't have this after lunch and like. If it tastes good, eat it when you want. Exactly. Yeah. If you feel like it, just go for it, you know? Amen. Amen. But um, speaking of going for it, maybe we should jump on into these questions. So listeners, uh, yeah, Nobu's been prepped. He knows the four primary topics we're going to be covering off on this episode. And then there is going to be some shoot from the hip style questions that you don't know what they're going to be. Some of them might be similar that you've heard in prior episodes. Some of them I might shuffle the deck and bring in some new ones. But uh, have you got any other questions, comments, concerns, or should we jump on into topic number one? I did hear in the previous episodes that you say if it's not done in 30 minutes, it's free. What what does that mean? I've always wondered what that meant. (laughs) It's just, it's just some dumb wordplay, like you know, like with Pete, like back in the day, pizza delivery, yeah, yeah. especially in America, if it's not delivered in thirty minutes or less, the pizza's free. So I've just sort of taken I like my that. love of pizza and my my fun for for witty slogans and things, and yeah, listeners, if we don't complete this episode of Bitecast in thirty minutes or less, the episode's free. So you're winning either way. You're winning either way. All right, but, uh, Nobu. Question number one. What food-related item or dish would you compare yourself to and why? Um, Food-related item or dish. I would say I am a very big noodle guy. It could be be ramen, uh, pad thai, laksa, chow mein, soba, pho, carbonara, even like Filipino spaghetti. Now, if you're curious about what Filipino spaghetti is, I'll let you know. I am. Okay. Uh, so what that is, is just like your bolognese sauce, but with little chopped up, um, little wieners, you know, like, uh, oh, like little Frankfurt's little, little boys. They call it over here in Australia. Oh yeah. They're little boys or Cheerios. They're called up in Queensland yeah. or cocktail Frankfurt's. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So you toss that in with the mints and then the, the sauce is a little bit sweeter. Everything in the Philippines for some reason is a little bit sweeter. Great for diabetics, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and word of warning i am a diabetic as well i was uh, diagnosed like maybe three four years ago so now i have to start looking at what i'm eating it but i do have uh some guilty pleasures as well <laughs> nice we'll be talking about those in a second so as far as noodles what what do you say or what do you think defines you and noodles like what makes you and noodle dishes similar um i usually with noodles it's it depends on who i'm with you know um, when I meet someone new or if I'm out with friends, I don't necessarily go all out with who I am and like noodles, it depends on what's inside it. You know, it will always accompany with, uh, the other items. And that way, when it's served up, it's to that person's liking. So if I'm out with people, I'm kind of the same thing. I'm always, I'm seeing what they're like, see what, how far I can go with comedy and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And then 
I present myself, you know, so. That's it. And then, then they have a, have a bite of that noodle and go, ooh, that, that flavor profile is fantastic. <laughs> I want a bit of more of that. And then the conversation develops and you open up a bit more and get a bit more zany or a bit more crazy or whatever you want to do. Exactly. And go from there. Exactly. So I can be a bit spicy. And who doesn't love noodles? Everybody loves noodles. Exactly. Yeah. I, even from the, like the, the two minute noodle packs, I, I'm not, I don't shun those, you know, I love them. No way. Yeah, the, the Magi two-minute noodles are phenomenal. Oriental will forever be my favorite as far as the the Magi two-minute flavors. But uh, yeah, like no one's ever going to complain about meeting, meeting a packet of noodles or having a packet of noodles. So I guess you're saying no matter what you do and what circumstance you're in, people are going to walk away happier having met you and, and knowing you. I definitely hope so. <laughs> I think so. I think so. You've, you've got a really good uh, noodle vibe, you could say. <laughs> noodle. It's, it was part of my streamer tag name back in the day. <laughs> That's it. That's it. All right. The uh, the second topical question, which you alluded to just a second ago, what is your guilty pleasure or pleasures if you've got multiple? Okay. Um, guilty pleasures would definitely have to be sweets, wherein um, more precisely the natural confectionery company gummy snakes those things are like my favorite um gummies like ever and i've been through a lot a lot of different gummies (laughs) and those are just perfect it's got the dryness to it it's got the the perfect chew flavor amount well sometimes the amount on the packet's a bit random like you get more orangey ones i hate the orange ones (gasps) (laughs) i was just about to say like i was gonna ask what flavor like what's your favorite flavor or colored snake because i'm an orange guy what so what's your favorite flavored natural confectionery snake then i'm the raspberry or black currant guy okay so you're the purple or the red guy yeah exactly that, that means we just need to find someone that likes the, the yellow or the lemon ones and we can uh, equally split this pack without any, any arguments. Exactly. Things. But usually you'll get more of the packet. <laughs> well, you've got two flavors, so, so you're winning as well. True, so, very true. So very what true. do you got against the orange, the orange snake, by the way? Um, I don't know. It's just like with soda, I don't mind it. Like Fanta, I don't mind that flavor. But for gummies, for some reason, it's just, it's got a weird like taste to me. Like, we're, we're the opposite. I, I love orange gummies and orange lollies, but orange soda, pff, get in the bin. Ah, yes, that's correct. I did notice that, yeah, from the uh, other part, uh, episode. That's correct. Yeah, just just Fanta or just whatever brand, like Sunkist or whatever it is. Yeah, it just, just doesn't hit right for me. Like, I love some citrus, like some lemons and limes, but not the orange. But anyway, just means more for everybody else. So, so any other guilty pleasures outside of the... Uh, the natural confectionery snakes? Um, anything lolly, really. Um, I'm not a big fan of licorice, though. Licorice, I'm not a big fan at all. But, like, anything else, um, any lo- uh, candy or lolly, even chocolate bars, I'm a fan of. But because of diabetes, I got to be careful. Got to pick your battles, yeah. So I, I get you with licorice. It can be very divisive. It's not for everyone. I love licorice. Give me give me all the licorice candy, especially like the Daryl Lee soft licorice. Yeah. I grew up on that because of my dad. As far as chocolate bars go, though, you mentioned, what's your favorite or go-to chocolate bar? Twix. Definitely Twix. Ooh, yes. Definitely Twix. Yes. One of the goats. Yeah. Definitely Twix. You got that caramel coated in, in chocolate with a wafer. Plus, you got... It's two, two sticks in one. 
Come yeah. on. Come on. Makes Can't... you feel like you've got more. Exactly. Like when, you, when you rip a stick and then you got another one, but they're the same anyway. Like, did you try the white chocolate Twixes that were running around for a while there? Yeah, I've tried them. I've tried them, but uh, they they never beat the original for sure. Oh, see, the white chocolate ones are like my favorite of the Twixes. Really? So, like, any anytime I see them, because occasionally a service station will still be selling them. And when I do, because I know they're so few and far between, I usually buy like six and then just have them in the car or in the cupboard and just chomp <laughs> on them over the next few weeks. Yum. Any other guilty pleasures you wanted to, to toss or shall we jump into some shoot from the hip questions? Well, let's let's uh, let's shoot from the hip, man. Let's go for All it. All right, let's do it. Brothers Osborne, let's go. All right, the first one. If you've listened to these other episodes, you might have an idea where we're going to go with a couple of these. And it is, how do you have, or what is your go-to coffee order? Uh, back when I started drinking coffee, it was definitely the cappuccino. But now I just go for the latte. But it has to be almond milk. Because usually okay. in the morning, I'll have cereal with like normal milk. But if I have too much milk, then my stomach gets all funny. So I always have it with almond milk. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, I've pivoted to the oat milk if I'm having a milky coffee. Similar reasons, yeah, if I have too much milk, the stomach does not enjoy it. Even if I do drink a lot of A2 milk, it doesn't seem to, to <laughs> yeah. fight too strongly. <laughs> All right, so staying on that cereal discussion for a shoot from the hip, what's your go-to or your favorite type of cereal? You know... Just trying to change diet lately. I've been trying all the like the granolas and stuff. I've been trying a whole range of different ones, and for some reason, I'm not a fan of like granola. Like I cannot find a good one. But um, the sanitarium protein ones. Have you seen those? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I know the ones you're talking about. Like little yeah, the cubes. little clusters. Yeah, little cubes. They're actually. I'm. I'm getting. I'm starting to really like them a lot. They're really good. I don't mind the more, in air quotes, grown-up types of cereals. Like, as a kid, it was obviously give us all the sugar. Yeah, whatever exactly. It is. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll have rice bubbles and then put more sugar over the top of them type of thing. <laughs> but nowadays, like, yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of the of those um, sort of sanitarium, healthy-style ones and your Sultana brands and your Wheat Bix Bites and whatnot. And they're, they're tasty and mm. you don't feel so bad eating it either. But one thing is I don't understand the dried fruit in cereal it, it just it's just it, I, I don't like it dude like it gets in your I teeth and when you put the cold milk on it it get it turns hard and breaks your teeth you know i don't know is it me is it just me am i the only one here at least at least out of the two of us right now it's just you because like i love sultan like i guess with sultanas they're different because they still have a bit of softness to them even if they are in the milk and cereal mm-hmm but I guess I get it. Like some of the other cereals I've had over the years where there's like pieces of apricot and stuff in there, it does get a bit stiff, but I don't mind that too. So uh, yeah, you're on your own right now. But <laughs> listeners, if he's not, feel free to uh, reach out via the social media and let us know who is right or wrong in this instance. Okay. The next question, what's your favorite flavor of ice cream? It would have to probably be one of two things. So it would be connoisseurs... Uh, What's it? Cookies and cream. Mm-hmm. They make a really good cookies and cream. Very, uh, quite milky. And like they get the real big chunks of uh, cookies in there. Or you can get the Ben and Jerry's uh, salted caramel core. That's mm-hmm. one of my other favorite ones. Yeah. Yum. Yeah, that salted caramel core is pretty ridiculous. Just digging into that middle piece and it's, oh my God, it's just 
It is. Yeah, that, it, that's yeah. that's how people might get diabetes. It is a rich, rich tub of ice cream. It but definitely it's well is. worth it. Yeah, it's 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 quite pricey for the little tub you get, but it's still pretty good. Yeah, they don't miss you, do they? Some of these, like like they're worth it. Like you forget about it later when you're home with the spoon and you're shoveling it in. But when you're at Coles or Woolies and you see it there and you're like, oh, it's ten or twelve bucks or whatever. You're like, Ugh. Yeah. But then you're eating and it's all forgotten. Exactly. <laughs> All right, the next question, Coke or Pepsi? I, myself, am a Coke fan, and you're going to shun me for this because I drink... <laughs> Where's the camera? There it is. There it is. The no sugar. Yeah, the no sugar Cokes. <laughs> I, I, I heard you uh, you bully the, uh, the no sugar people here. <laughs> I, I do, but like... I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna ease off because like you mentioned you you're battling the beatus and like it's so it's a smarter health choice for yourself like so I'm not gonna frown upon you for that because like if I was in the same situation I'd probably begrudgingly do it as well yeah yeah but I'm I'm more so here to throw that shade to people where they say it tastes just the same they're the ones that I've got the axe to grind with where they're <laughs> like oh coke no sugar you can't tell the drivens I'm like bullshit you can't mate like where's your taste buds gone they couldn't be more apart from a flavor profile they are they are very different and like coke has that real like axe to the head you know like taste but like now that I'm switched over like if I had like a sip of normal coke like you can really taste like the sugar so yeah definitely there is a difference but um i'm not gonna say it tastes the same you know no way yeah. no way in hell all right virtual high five on that one because <laughs> the jokers that do say that it's like you, you guys are high you guys are crazy crazy people all right a, a, a healthier question uh what what is your sort of ideal type of water so are you like a a bottle of water out of the fridge, a still sparkling guy out of the tap. If you wanted a glass of water right now, how would you be uh, like, what would you be pouring into that glass that would make it uh, your ideal glass of water? It would definitely have to be like a cold glass of like filtered water, mm -hmm. like straight out of the fridge. Like tap water has a weird taste. And I know it depends on the state because I've, I've heard and like read from other like, you know, articles that like the taste is different for every state for some reason. Um, but yeah, filtered, filtered water straight out of the fridge. Sometimes I'd go for like soda water as well. I'm not a, I'm not like, I don't shun the old soda water. I love that stuff. It's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's an adjustment to get, get used to the old, uh, yeah, sparkling water, but I don't mind it to be honest. It took a few years for me to tolerate it. Like I did, did a, big work experience stint in germany for a while and all they had at like at the breakfast we'd always go to is like do you want coffee sparkling water or coca-cola like, <laughs> Coca I, I can't have a bottle of coke at eight in the morning as much as i'd like to i've just had a coffee but then i want something colder so i just work my way through the sparkling and learned to love it over the years i don't mind it at all <laughs> uh okay the the last uh shoot from the hip it's a two-parter. So the first question is going to be, what's your favorite fast food chain? And we're talking national or internationally recognized. We don't want to, like nothing against the local fish and chip shop or the local Chinese restaurant, but we want something that can be familiar and relatable to the listeners. And then following on from that, what's your go-to order from said fast food restaurant? Oh, all right. Uh, it would definitely have to be Hungry Jack's because there's like a... There's a place near us that um, do like KFC or Hungry Jack's. 
And like when we can't be like when we can't be asked to like cook something at night, it'll be one of the two. So definitely it's gonna be have to be Hungry Jacks. And I usually go for like the depending how hungry I am, like the Whopper meal. I'll go for the Whopper meal. Mm-hmm. Um, with the the Coke Zero and the fries, you know, I'm I'm very uh, like I said, I'm a very simple guy sometimes. <laughs> sure. Do you ever do you ever get a bit crazy and get one of their little storms? You know, their little desserts, their yeah, yeah, ice cream, their froyo. Those are good. Those are good. They are good. Hungry Jacks doesn't get enough respect around the uh, the fast food industry. I I think it punches well above its weight. It's right up there for top tier. Yeah, definitely. I don't understand like. When people rate like McDonald's burgers over like Hungry Jacks, because like the, there's a huge difference there, huge difference. Yeah, especially in size too. Yeah, you're getting a lot more value at Hungry Jacks. It used to be like McDonald's, you get so much for so little from a dollars and cents perspective, but those meals they just keep creeping up and up and up, and the burgers keep shrinking and shrinking. Exactly, and like like um, <clears throat> Hungry Jacks is chips they've upgraded their chips and it's so good it's got like almost the thickness of a kfc chip but the crunchiness of like a freshly cooked uh mcdonald's chip yeah they're they're some of the best chips in the fast food game from from hj's Mm, definitely and their onion rings even though they've gone away from they used to have like a more of a thick crumbed onion ring back in the day where I'd eat a eat a box of those without fail, and half an hour later I'd be on the toilet. But I'd still <laughs> eat them every single time, knowing that it was going to shred me. But they've changed it up now, and they've gone the more sort of standard, universally recognized onion ring, and they're delicious. Mm, yeah, they are they are pretty good. But like when you order one, it doesn't feel like you get a lot, don't you? Not on the onion rings. I think you actually get like six yeah. in your order. Like I think it says on there you get like six onion rings. Like oh really? I never saw that. Yeah, I, I never saw the fine print, man. Yeah, they, they specify that you don't get many, but they're delicious. And um, just sneak a couple on your burger, as I always like to do, because it uh, adds and enhances that flavor profile. But that brings us to the end of... All right, so we're going to move into the final two topics or questions for the podcast. And topic three is, what are your weird food habits? Or habit if you've only got one. Take us on a journey. You can go as crazy and kooky and weird and awkward as you like. But what's your uh, unique food habits? All right, I've got I've got three that I was able to uh, list down. Uh, first one is I don't like sharing food when I'm like on a date or you know just with someone like a friend. I don't like okay. I don't like sharing food. Like I'll always order for myself. You know how, like, let's say when you're with your partner outside and, uh, you know, we order the same thing or if she orders something different, it's like, oh, I can have a little bit of what you got. I'm like, yeah, hell no. You're like, get out of here and you pull it away. Don't touch my shit, man. <laughs> Don't touch my shit. Like, seriously, if you wanted to taste it, you order it, you know? <laughs> oh, my. So does this even like, does this extend like, you know, like typically you do like a, you go to a Chinese restaurant or, or like a Thai restaurant or, or anything like that where there's copious amounts of dishes on a on a menu, would you be the one person, like if, if someone said at the table, hey, why don't we get a few and we can share? Would you be like, no, you guys can do that. I'm going to have my dish. Don't touch it. Or would you then sort of yield and go, okay, we can mix and match then? Yeah, it depends on the situation. Like if I'm out with friends and they like mention that, then I'll be like, yeah, okay, you know, all right. Um, if I'm out with my family and the two kids, 
you know, like definitely I'll have to share. But if it's like, let's say a one on one, maybe then I'll be like, nah, you you just have your own plate over there. Let's stick to your side, man. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what happens with entrees then? Like, is that accepted where if you get entrees and, you, you know, there's usually two of something or whatever in there so you're getting one each that's fine or do you sort of order your own entrees as well that's like a uh, that's like a no man's land type thing entrees where you know your friend would be like hey you want to share an entree you're like fuck okay um (laughs) sure let's let's get like a like a three-piece spring roll and that's the thing it's like a three-piece spring roll and you both have one but then who gets the gets the final one i cut it in half (laughs) i play fair or, or I'll wait and see if the other person grabs it. And if they don't, then like ask, hey, do you want that? And if they say no, then it's mine. Or I'll be like, how about I cut it in half? And then if they say no again, it's still mine. I like the way you play, man. I like the way you play. That's yeah, I've, fair I've enough. done a lot of uh, yeah dinner table chess over the years <laughs> where you're sort of watching those last bits and pieces get consumed. <laughs> All right. Uh, another one is like everyone I've told this to have like, looked at me in a very strange way because they can't believe like I'm into this, but I love tinned meat, like spam, like spam, spam and like corned beef, especially those two. Like I love them. And there's this little backstory with it because in the Philippines, those kind of things are like a, a luxurious item. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, it's just, it's just grown on me for a long time and uh, I've carried that over here. So my family have it and stuff, but we don't have it all the time. But when we do, it's, it's, uh, it's a good time. <laughs> you, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't even read about it, but um, the episode I recorded just before this one with, with uh, another friend of mine called Jesse, he actually had for one of his weird food habits, uh, he's, he's a big fan of, of canned meats and namely Spam as well and talked up how good it was and that delicious salty treat that it is. And uh, yeah, now we're back to back on this one, which is crazy. Yeah, I've always found like Spam really good. Like, yeah, like you don't know what the hell's in it. <laughs> it's, it's like a unknown surprise, but yeah, just the flavor and the taste and what you can do with it. It's pretty, pretty good. I love it. Yeah, if 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 you haven't got no ham in the in the cupboard and you've got some eggs and you want like yeah, just real trashy in air quotes bacon and eggs, you know, <laughs> you can just fry up a bit of spam, you know, and it, it's gonna give you similar moments. Like, yeah, not the same exact texture, but you get a lot of that salty, uh, meaty taste and uh it can blend in well with some eggies. Definitely. Definitely. It's really it's a good breakfast treat too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you said you've got three weird food habits. So that's two. What's the third one? Um, I'll always go through phase of eating one thing. Have you ever done that? Like, like sometimes I'll go through a phase where I'm like eating a ton of kimchi. So I'll always like, I'll buy a big like container of kimchi and I'll have that with something. And then like one day I'll just like stop eating it and I'll move on to something new or drinking something new, you know? No, um, like, like I obsess over a lot of foods and flavors, but I don't think I've had a moment where like, I'll have to have product X with every dish for like a few weeks straight until it's done. I've, I've just got a lot of the things I like in the cupboard and I'll, I could go months without trying or eating certain things and others I'll have to eat them all within 10 minutes. So it sort of, um, just depends on the mood, but I get what you're saying. I know a lot of people that are like that, where they just get so laser focused on, 
a flavor or a side dish or yeah. something like that and just have to have it all the time. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And then like when you when you sort of get over it and you've you've had your fill, are you sort of off it for a long period of time? Or is it just like you have a bit of a cool down, then you could go back again in like a couple of weeks? I have a cool down, but um, yeah, sometimes it won't be for a long time. Definitely. Mm, interesting. I love all these uh, these these situations that people get into as far as their weird food habits and their little food quirks. It's it's great. There's been so many unique responses. And the final topic or question. What's your favorite food or dish? So if you're sitting at the table right now and you're looking down and there's a plate of dish or food X in front of you looking up at you and it's, you know, pure Nirvana and love at first sight and you're feeling great, what's what's this dream dish or what's your favorite food or dish staring at you that you just can't wait to dive on into? Well, there are two that I love like a lot. And one is like, the first one is the banh mi. You know, the Vietnamese, Ooh, yeah. Vietnamese roll. Oh man. I feel ya. I know like some places can do it nicely. Some places do it really bad, but like most of the time it's it's good that it just hits that 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 hits you where you want it to hit, you know? With the roast I usually go for the roast pork one. I mean there's like the lemongrass chicken, there's so many variations, but for me it's always been the roast pork. You get the crunch of like the pickled radish and the carrots. You get the crunch of the, you know, the the skin of the roast pork. You get the coriander, the the cucumber, all in that crunchy French baguette. Oh man, yum, so good, yum. so good. I love a good by me, and yeah, I'm I'm either the roast pork guy, or there was a place when I was living in Sydney that uh, myself and Reese used to catch up with to grab lunch all the time. And they did ones, but you could like pick your bread. So you could go, yeah, the more traditional sort of crunchier baguette style. They had a soft bun. Yeah. So I'd go the soft bun and they had a they had a chicken satay option where this chicken was just like swimming in this big like vat of satay, slam a couple of those on with all the usual trimmings. And it was just Damn. so good. Yeah. Yeah, lived off those on and off. Like we'd get one like every week for probably a few years straight. They were so good. And they'd come with two spring rolls and the spring rolls were like, <laughs> I don't know, 30 centimeters long. They were big boys and they were super tasty. Oh man, you can never go wrong with a really good banh mi, especially like if you find the the joint that's like near you. Oh, you could always just drive, drive by and like quickly grab one. There's a place, there's a food truck a couple of Ks from me that delivers to me on Uber Eats that does a really good banh mi. And they also do a nice, really like a nice cold vermicelli noodle salad yeah. with, the, with the pork on top as well. So depending on which way I want to go, yeah. they'll deliver straight here and it's it's great, but it's deadly. <laughs> are you, are, do you have the uh, the coriander with it and the chili? Yeah, yeah. I don't mind the coriander and the chili. Yeah. Maybe more, more. I mean, less is more with chili for me. So just a little bit. I don't want it to be blowing my socks off. But yeah, I don't mind a little bit of spice in there. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm the same. I think like sometimes like they put too much chili and it's like the bird's eye one. Oh man, that just like knocks your brain. Slaps out. you around the head. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so you said you mentioned you've got two favorite foods or dream dishes. We've talked about the bar me. What's the other one? All right. So the other one is like a a dessert from the Philippines that I love, love, love. And it's, uh, it's called hollow hollow. Like if you can find like a Filipino, um, like a cafe or a restaurant over in Melbourne, 
they definitely will almost 100% have it. So what it is, um, halo halo means mixed in Tagalog or in Philippines. And um, it's a cold dessert where it's like a, it's crushed ice with like evaporated milk or, uh, or condensed milk. Um, it's got, uh, and it's got various fixings with like taro, sweetened beans, coconut strips, tapioca pearls, um, agar jelly, slices of like fruit preserves, and a scoop of like taro ice cream on top. So it means like literally mix because you gotta mix the entire thing, and it's it's this cold slush and it's awesome for summer, and it's just full of different colors and flavors. Like if you Google it right now, you'll be blown away. I can guarantee it. So it's H A L O H A L O, two words. Oh my god! Yeah, it is. It is a thing. It looks like the old. Uh... The old Christmas trifle, almost. Yeah, it's <laughs> with all these layers and and combinate. It looks freaking delicious. Like it looks like just every spoonful you're gonna get twenty five different textures at once. But exactly, I'm I'm intrigued as hell by this. I need to hunt this down. It's so pretty. It's so vibrant. It is. It's very colorful, and it's uh, it's similar to. I know the Chinese have it. A uh, similar one called Bao Bing, I think, and mm-hmm. they do like it's like a mountain of just shaved ice and like milk and just a whole bunch of stuff so it's very similar to that but that is I'm like definitely my putting favorite that on the list. dessert it looks yummy it looks like just a party in your mouth it's definitely something to get especially on a hot day oh my god and it doesn't look very sickly either it doesn't look like it'd be super rich like it looks like it'd be have some sweetness but it doesn't look like it'd be too much no 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 it doesn't yeah you're correct it doesn't it it's not overly sweet it does look like it's going to be like hella sweet, but it's not. Interesting. It's, God, it just I, hits right. It just hits just right. The, the amount of dishes that I'm adding to my, my to eat list from this podcast, it's, it's getting out of control, but this one's going to be on there too, because it looks so yum. And yeah, I want to try all these combinations, just dancing on my tongue and uh, yeah, having a party. So uh, man, that brings us to the end of another one-on-one episode of ByteCast. Uh, listeners, we didn't finish in 30 minutes or less. So lucky for you, you get this bad boy for free. But all we ask for you to do to repay us, be sure to rate, view, subscribe on them podcast players of your choosing. You can give us a sneaky five-star on Spotify or chuck us a review on Apple Podcasts. Takes no time, costs no money. Means the world to us. Helps keep those emotional lights on in our hearts. So if you can do that, please and thank you. That'd be awesome. But Nobu... Anything you want to say, anything you want to highlight before we shut this studio down for another period of time? Maybe maybe let us know where they could check out your uh, your streetwear label you've been working on and, and cooking in the background. All righty. Um, you can find my streetwear on Etsy at Lo-Fi Fox Apparel. Uh, we do t-shirts and mugs, all different uh, designs catering for like all different topics. And uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Noobles Noodles. And yeah, that's uh, that's everything from me. Mate, well, I appreciate having the first ever chef grace the 8-Bit Studios here and uh, share some insights, some guilty pleasures and uh, just riffing about food. It's always a good time here. But yeah, be sure to follow Nobu and myself as well at Brendan 8-Bit and 8-Bit as a whole at We Are 8-Bit. But uh, listeners, I figure... To put the bow on such a top-notch gift of an episode. I've got a commercial from airing 
way back in 1992 for that delicious bubbly drink known as Pepsi Max. But yeah, the kitchen is now closed, so please settle your tab, tip your waiter, and be safe. Much love, and stay hungry. Big, this is big. The tunnel was at the beach with Sharon, and the surf was so huge, even the fish wouldn't go in. I'm scared. Not me, man. So I gave her the Pepsi, and I'm riding this wall of death so big you could drive a block of flats through it. Going up and up and up, and then it breaks, and I'm going down and down and down. And I wake up in heaven, and there's Sharon's angel face going, Ziggy, are you alive? And I go, yeah, but I think I need mouth to mouth. So she says I'll get the lifeguard. And I go, hey, I'm okay, but I sure need that Pepsi. And it was like if Sharon didn't save my life, that Pepsi sure did, okay? 